0: For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Vitus LaRue. You're listening to Daybreak. It's Wednesday, January 3rd. Happy New Year! With the new year comes new leadership at The Daily Princetonian, as the 148th Managing Board of the takes charge. And this year is extra special, because the podcast section's very own Edith Deshoma is our 148th Editor-in-Chief, marking the first time a podcast staff member has served in the position. But who are the members of Upper Management? What do they do? And what is their vision for the future of The Prince? Daybreak sat down with all seven members of upper management to find out.
1: My name is Eden Tishoma. I'm the 148th editor-in-chief of The Prince. I'm from Ellicott City, Maryland, and I'm a history major.
2: Hi, my name is Naisha Sylvest. I am from Atlanta, Georgia, and I am studying... Uh, molecular biology with minors in global health policy and Latin American studies, and at The Prince, I am an upcoming managing editor.
3: My name is Tess Weinreich. I am a managing editor for the 148th board of the Daily Princetonian, and I'm originally from Washington, D.C., and I'm an English major.
4: My name's Ryan. I am a third year in the School of Public and International Affairs. I am originally from uh, Metro Detroit, Michigan.
3: My
5: name is Lucia Wetherill. I am one of the managing editors for The Daily Princetonian. I'm from Newtown, Pennsylvania, and I'm in the class of 2025.
6: I am a SPIA major. My name is Leah Opperman. I am the director of outreach on the 148th board. I'm from Galloway, New Jersey, and I'm majoring in the School of Public and International Affairs with a minor in journalism.
7: My name is Mary Ma. I am the creative director at The Prince and I am a sophomore, my major is computer
0: science, and I'm from Maryland. These seven members form the upper management of the 148th board, leading the over 300 student reporters, photographers, web designers, humorists, and more, who produce daily news coverage for the Princeton community. Each board member serves a different section of the paper to ensure that staff are well connected with each other and the university community. Heading this all is Editor-in-Chief Eden Tashoma, class of 25, who was officially elected by the staff of the Prince on December 2nd, 2023, in an uncontested race. This was the first time since 2018 that a Prince Editor-in-Chief was elected unopposed. Here's Tashoma explaining her vision for the future of the Prince.
1: My vision for the paper was that we kind of go deeper into our community. And what I mean by this is that I really want our paper to be informed by our community. We always are looking for ways to tell the stories that really reflect our community. Um, And I think that making sure that we are in constant communication um, with that community to base and source our stories um, is really important. So that's kind of what I want to be the centerpiece of um, our board through the next year.
0: Working alongside Toshoma will be four managing editors, Ryan Kanarska, Naisha Silvest, Tess Weinreich, and Lucia Wetherill. Each managing editor takes on the responsibility of managing different sections. They will also serve as editors for each piece that goes through production, mentoring writers, and ensuring that content is clear and focused. While each member of the board has their own goals for the 148th year of the Daily Princetonian, they all have one thing in common, a commitment to building community connections.
2: In my role of this upcoming board, I'm hoping to help Uh, establish that community approach and person-first approach when it comes to our coverage and making sure that we are accurately representing our student body whenever we do covers different pockets of it Um, and keeping our holding ourselves accountable to our readership and our own staff within the Prince.
3: I really want to focus on um, enhancing a culture of thank yous at the Prince. Um, The Daily Princetonian is such a wonderful community on campus. But we ask a lot of our community members and what we're doing is really hard work a lot of the time. And I really wanna make sure that I'm doing everything I can to um, keep gratitude for others at the center of everything we're doing and even small contributions. I wanna make sure they're getting a meaningful thank you.
5: Over the past year, I've also gotten to serve on the DIB board, and so I think carrying a lot of that work through to the rest of the prints, that board has done such incredible work over the past year, and I really want to help take that work organization-wide and really just ingrain it in all of our work. So that means building more consistent connections with our community members, doing even more thoughtful reporting, and just really building trust throughout the Princeton community.
4: The most important thing, I think, for the coming board is just to ensure that we continue to put out the amazing product that we do every single production night, and refining it even further to make it even better. This is going to be a huge year for digging and telling the stories that aren't immediately obvious and might need a little more research, but are ultimately more fulfilling and really help us tell the stories that need highlighting in our campus community.
0: The last two members of upper management have more specialized roles. Leah Opperman, Class of 25, will be serving as the first Director of Outreach, a position created to manage the evolution of our BEAT system and community-focused reporting. Here's Opperman explaining her goals for the role.
6: So I'm really excited to connect different reporters to different community members and to just start the BEAT system again at the Prince, especially within our reporting sections. I just
0: really hope that this role helps to build trust. Finally, there's Mary Ma, who serves as the Creative Director, a role that was created by the 147th board. Ma's focus will be on proving the Daily Princetonian's relationship with the art community on campus, as well as highlighting the role of art in journalism.
7: We're looking more at getting more dynamic photography and looking into what it means to incorporate art into journalism more, rather than just having it be sort of a side piece to articles and stuff. Like, we want to really shine a light on the visual aspects of the prints.
0: Each member of upper management comes from a different background and section at The Prince.
4: So I was previously an associate data editor, um, which meant that I helped write and edit data pieces and manage the staff at our section. Um, So I was a contributing data writer uh, my sophomore fall, and then uh, became an assistant data editor in sophomore spring, and um, became an associate later in the spring and into the fall. Um, And I I was a news writer as well. So I joined... the fall of 2022 so it was my
2: sophomore year so the entirety of my freshman year and the first half of my sophomore year i was just a staff copy editor And the spring semester so the beginning of 2023 i decided to join the mass Head as an associate copy editor and i did that for the entire year i was also briefly on the dib D- board part of my freshman year
1: i joined the prince my freshman year in the fall Yes, and I was a a podcast staffer, so this is a great homecoming. And then last January, I became the head podcast editor of a section, and I've always dabbled in news writing.
7: I was in the prospect for a bit, and then I sort of switched to data, and then for the past year, I've been working as a data contributor. I started as a contributing news writer, and then became a
3: news staffer. And then moved on to uh, the assistant editor position on our news team. And then last year I was an associate news editor. I was also uh, on our copy team my freshman year, which I really, really valued actually, because
6: it gave me so much newsroom time. I joined the Prince the fall of my freshman year. So fall 2021, I joined the news section and since then have Worked on many areas of the Prince, but have largely stayed within news. I became an assistant news editor for the entirety of 2022, and then this past year, I've served as the investigations editor of the Prince, and have also served as an associate news editor, and have worked on our, our diversity, equity, and inclusion board, and have just kind of like jumped around and done some like features and data stuff for fun along the way.
5: I joined the Prince the fall of my freshman year. I started as an opinion columnist. I joined the editorial team as an assistant, and then the following semester became an associate. And for the last year, I've been in the community opinion role.
0: Everyone in upper management has also contributed immensely to some of the most interesting stories The Daily Princetonian has published in the last few years. We asked them to highlight a few.
6: But I'd have to say my favorite piece Is a piece I wrote December 2022, and it was the investigation that I wrote that was on three members of diversity, equity, and inclusion at Princeton resigning, and I was just so grateful that they trusted me to share their experience with the world, and I really think that it made an impact in how Princeton handles DEI and just opened the conversation for how DEI professionals should be treated.
1: I really, really loved working on our episode about the FOPO DJs. Um, I think that was really rewarding, the fact that it had been in the process and in the works for over a year. And we got to highlight a bit of Black history that doesn't, I think, really have any mark in our pages um, beyond a few ads from when they used to DJ around. And so, yeah, I think that was fun. Like, audio work, I think the interview went really well. And again, I think highly that the history was really rewarding.
3: I wrote a really funny piece about the bear hunt being reinstated in New Jersey. And we kind of had no Princeton focus. It had no tie to the university. I have no idea how I had talked to people and letting me run it. Um, but I think that's sort of the piece that built up my reputation as the wildlife reporter.
5: Last spring, I wrote a piece on sapphic communities on campus. And I think that was really meaningful for me in terms of my own personal identity in terms of the experience that I've had at Princeton when it comes to queer communities. So I think that was very special to put in writing. And I was really grateful that I felt like I was at a place where I could write that and that I felt very safe and supported writing that and that I felt enthusiastic about doing so.
0: All of these pieces are linked in the show notes. One of the most essential elements of the prints is our unique culture. So we asked some members of upper management to think about their favorite stories from the newsroom,
4: we were doing the Wawa 24-hour project. Um, I was on the 2 to 5 a.m. shift, and we called Rohit and Sandeep, and they were still editing the Eisgruber interview, and we brought them a Diet Coke and a bag of pretzels, I think, and we went to the newsroom at 5 a.m., and Rohit started singing for us um, as they finally put the finishing touches in the interview.
5: For the past semester I've been on the Thursday night shift which often goes very late so I have many many fond memories of the sort of 1am delirium that have been really fun just rolling around the newsroom in a rolling chair and just laughing with everyone as we sort of waited to wrap up for the night but honestly like really all of my memories in the newsroom are incredibly happy ones and I'm very excited to make more.
3: think I look back really fondly on one night where I showed up to late shift as an associate news editor this fall. And I came in and we were one piece short. And so the assistant editor who had been on early shift, Rebecca Cunningham, agreed to stay and write the piece with me so that I would have some help. And we ended up writing this totally kooky, kind of long form piece about uh, the Frist family and their legacy at Princeton and the new Uh, first health center that would be going up and the whole thing started with this crazy anecdote about karate.
0: The 148th board is more than just a killer team of journalists. They're people too. So we asked them what they like to do when they're not doing something for the prince. I'm a barista at Coffee
7: Club and I also work for Princeton Process, which is our community engaged scholarship program. They do service focus. I'm also president of the
5: Mahjong Club. So outside of the Prince, I work as a writing center fellow, so you can find me in New South a lot. I'm also in charter, so I'm there a lot. And honestly, in my free time, I like to spend most of it with friends, whether that's making a cheese board or hosting a movie night, reading books, all of that stuff.
2: Unfortunately, I'm often camped out in Firestone quite a bit as well. I think my main other thing is right now, I am the Vice President of our Black Student Union here. Mm -hmm. Um, I used to be in Camerata, one of the student orchestras on campus. Next semester, I'm going to start volunteering at a local hospital, and I'd like to sometimes volunteer at the local food pantry here. Um, And I'm also part of Maddie College Council.
3: I serve as an orange Key tour guide. And I am involved at the Center for Jewish Life with our Reformed Jewish community. And yeah, I'm a member of TI.
6: Outside of the Prince, I serve as a share peer. And I also am the accountability chair of the Charter Club, which is my eating club at Princeton. Besides that, I love curating Spotify playlists, watching a lot of Gilmore Girls in succession, and
4: hanging out at coffee shops with friends. So outside of the Prince, I'm involved with Matriculate, uh, which is an organization that helps advise high-achieving low-income students on applying to college. So I currently have three advising fellows, and it's been a really thrilling experience to be a guide for those who maybe don't have all the counseling and advising resources. I know I certainly didn't, so it's a way that I can help give back to kids who are in my situation. And I also am a chair for the Princeton Mali United Nations Conference, um, which happens every fall. So I've done that for two years now. and looking forward to doing it again next year.
1: I am a barista at coffee club. As anyone who knows me would know, I love coffee. I, I also love USB movies. You can always catch me there. Big fan of the
0: movies. Finally, we asked our most important question of all. What is everyone's favorite newsroom snack?
7: I can't say I've like, had enough newsroom snacks to know what my favorite is, but like the one thing that I have had is... I've never had this, actually, apart from the newsroom. It's like those soft cookies from... um. Milano. I didn't even know they did like soft cookie, but like they were fires. My favorite newsroom snack
6: has got to be the Cheddar Jack Cheez-Its, which Julia actually got me into last year.
5: I like a good Doritos moment or a good Cheez-It moment. Plus I often will sneak a dessert away at dinner, so I'll bring that in a takeaway container.
4: My favorite newsroom snack has to be those pirouettes. They're like long sticks i think the outside is like a graham cracker kind of material and then like the inside is like just vanilla sugar
3: i like when we have dark chocolate of any kind
1: like maybe
2: bark thins this is really boring but i am a big fan of kind bars
1: so my first answer is tate's chocolate chip cookies i love them but they're not very practical to eat while you're like editing a piece because like you you don't eat a cookie in one bite so i would say my runners-up is i love sour patch kids But I'm not a huge snacker. I'm I'm not part of that community at the Prince, but
0: snacks will always be around. (laughs) That's all for Daybreak Today. Today's episode was written by Lena Kim, Sinai Farrell, and me. Sound engineered by me and produced under the 148th Managing Board of the Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horn, class of 22. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Vitus LaRue. Have a wonderful day.